We are Gateway Chapel, where we build your world by His Word. We stand for fun, friendship, fellowship, and family. You are listening to a Pastor Eddie message. Welcome again. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. And once again, welcome to our friendship service. All right? It's our Friendship Sunday. And you are my friend, and I am your favorite pastor. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. I thank you, O Lord, for all my friends all over the world who have come into church this morning to hear the word of God. Lord, I ask, O God, that you bless them, Father, that you touch their hearts, touch their mind, Father. Let them hear a voice behind them telling them which way to go according to your word. This month, the month of something new. Lord, I thank you for the new season you are bringing your children into. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. My friend, once again, the Lord bless you. Thank you for being in service this day. I love you so much. Listen, there's so much going on around the world right now. And it's my prayer that God will bring you, will give you peace all around you in the name of Jesus. I want to give you a word of encouragement today. I want you to continue to hold fast to your faith. God knows what you are going through. Jesus knows what you are going through. All right, so continue to hold on to your faith. These, like every other difficult situation, will come and it will go. A time will come again, my friend, when you will look back at today and you will give God all the glory for what he has done in your life. The Lord bless you. And I pray that you will enjoy the new season that God is bringing you into. Father, I thank you for everyone here today once again in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You are blessed. Now, We've been looking at stepping into a new season in your life. Stepping into a new season in your life. And today I want to take, uh, take two scriptures. The first one is from Ecclesiastes and the second one is from Matthew. So, Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 says, To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. To, ev- to, to everything there is a season. A time for every purpose under heaven. Matthew chapter 4 verse 18. It says, from verse 18 to 20, it says, And Jesus, walking by the sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Praise the Lord. You see, today, last week, we looked at the proclamation of a new thing. Today, we want to look at the performance of a new thing and the possession of a new thing. Now, talking about the performance of a new thing, the scripture is full of stories. The scripture is full of stories. And listen, my friend, this time... This unprecedented time that we're living right now, there's no better time for you to draw strength, hope, faith, and courage 
from the word of God. I pray that God will strengthen you in the name of Jesus. Whatever you do right now, my friend, do not disengage, do not disassociate, do not be downcast, because I'm telling you, the season of hope and joy has come upon you in Jesus' mighty name. There are several ways recorded in scriptures that God, by which God did something new in people's lives. There are several ways in the Bible that brought several, several stories in the Bible the way we read that God brought people into a new season in their life or he did something new in their life. Let me just quickly go through seven, seven of them. Number one, you, can, you will know that when God wants to bring you to a new season, he can do something new. Number one, like, it, like bring about a like divine creation. You will see God doing something new with divine creation. In doing something new, God can create that which did not exist before. And we saw that example in the life of the Israelites where God delivered them. You know, God delivered them from the oppression of stubborn pursuers. He created a way in the Red Sea. So we saw God doing something new. May God do something new in your life in the name of Jesus. May God do something new, bring a new way into your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Or it can also be recreation, divine creation. I pray you experience something new this month. So it can also be recreation. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. God can do something new in your life by creating something that never existed before or something you never saw before or never did before bring you to, a season, bring you to that season. So we see that here that God is created something new through divine creation. Number two, divine restoration. God can do a new thing by restoring us, by restoring us, by restoring to us what the enemy has stolen. Whether the enemy has stolen time, talent, treasure, God, through divine restoration, can bring you into that season of, of, of restoration where what you thought you have lost, you recover and actually gain speed. And so we can believe God, we can believe God for that restoration of peace, restoration of joy, restoration of finances. So these are all the things I want you to extend your faith and expect God to move you into a new season in these areas. So first, divine creation. Number two, divine um, restoration, all right? So we also saw in the life of Joseph how God brought about divine restoration. You see, as a season in his life, he was uh, sold to slavery. And then he was, and then you know the story of Joseph. He went into jail. Uh, Potiphar's wife lied against him. And then you saw, you saw how he interpreted, interpreted that dream in prison. And then God brought him and then restored him. I pray that God will bring restoration in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. So divine restoration is also one way that God does something new in our lives. Divine protection, number three. Divine protection is also one way that God does something new. In fact, the Bible talks, it says in Isaiah 54 verse 17, it says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. It says, this is the heritage of the servant of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me. And so you see that God can bring about divine, do something new by bringing about divine, divine protection. Like we read in 2 Chronicles in the life of King Jehoshaphat, where uh, the Bible says that five kings came against him. And then he went to God, he prayed, and God said, you know what, I will fight this battle for you. 
And then he got singers and musicians to go ahead of him. And guess what? God came in, protected them, gave them victory. Now, there was never another time in Joseph's life where he experienced that same thing. So at that moment, God was bringing about divine protection by doing something new in his life. You see, only one time in Joseph's life that he experienced that season where he actually went to war without doing anything while praising God, God fought his battle. The Lord bring you divine protection in Jesus' mighty name. Number four, divine naming. Divine renaming, as it were. All through scripture, we see people that are introduced to us by their name or by the meaning of their name. So, for example, you see Eve. The Bible says the mother of all the living. Isaac was laughter, you see. So each of these names tells you bringing these people into, a, bringing these people into divine season in their life. Samuel, acts of God. And we saw how God brought a new season, did a new thing in the life of Hannah. All through the Bible, we see God doing something new. And so I pray that today that God will rename you in the spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. And then number five, we also see divine resurrection. <laughs> God makes dead things come alive again. Right? He has a power over every situation. The things that we consider lost, the things that we consider is dead, healing. We saw it in the life of Jesus. Jesus died, and the Bible says that the power of God resurrected him, brought him back, brought him back from the We saw Lazarus, another one. God did something new in the life of Lazarus. The Bible says that he died, he was buried, and then uh, uh, after three days, Jesus came, and the Bible says that the Bible says that Lazarus was resurrected. And so we see here that divine resurrection is possible. I don't know what you consider in your life as dead right now. I speak life into it, my friend, in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Number six, we also have divine intervention. And I know we spoke about this last month. Go back and watch, these, watch the messages again. All right, on this, on, um, watch the message again, you will, you will love them. Divine intervention. And so the Bible is replete of several instances where God intervened in the life of his people. And so God can do something new in your life just by stepping in. I pray you experience that this month in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And then lastly, number seven, we talk about divine exchange. God doing something new in your life by bringing about divine exchange. Again, there are promises in the Bible that tells us of God changing our season and bringing new things to bear. Isaiah chapter 40 is one of them. Isaiah 40 verse 31. I say, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings like eagles. They shall run and not go weary. They shall walk and not faint. You see here, there's an, some kind of a promise of exchange taking place. It says, those who wait upon the Lord, they will exchange their strength. They will renew their strength. God will take their weakness and bring in something new, bring in new strength, new strength. I pray for new strength for you during this period, my friend, 
in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that God will strengthen you emotionally. I pray that God will strengthen your relationship, your marriage, your children, your finances. I pray that God will strengthen you in every area in the mighty name of Jesus. We also see in Isaiah chapter 61 verse 3, it says, it says to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. So you can see this exchange. God doing something new. Taking away something old and bringing something new. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. It says that they may be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. Praise the Lord. I pray that God will take away your sorrows today. I pray that God will take away that which makes you weep. Place it with that that brings you joy in the mighty name of Jesus. I take authority over the spirit of sorrow in your life in Jesus' mighty name. Isaiah 61 verse 7, it says, Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. In other words, I will exchange your shame for double honor. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess double Everlasting joy shall be theirs. Praise the Lord. And you can see here again, God is promising there's this exchange taking place. So we see all through scriptures, we see seven areas where God can do something new. We see seven areas where God can, seven areas or seven areas and ideas and, and concepts in scriptures and stories from the, from the Bible where God can trigger something new in your life and, and bring you into a new season. Now let us look at the possession of, of a new thing. The possession of a new thing. You see, we serve a God of seasons. We serve a God of seasons. We see it in all creations. God created the seasons that are based, that are based on, that is based on the rotation of the earth as its orbits. The rotation of the earth as, its, as it orbits around the sun. We see God creates different kind of seasons. Winter, autumn, summer, spring, raining season, dry season in some, in, some, in some countries. But see, but God doesn't measure seasons with clocks and calendars. God does not measure seasons with clocks and calendars, but through faith and revelation. God measures seasons with faith and revelations and not by calendars and not by time and calendars. So God measures seasons with, with truth and revelation. God measures seasons with truth and revelations, not clocks, not calendars. Whenever God gives you a fresh word, my friend, you've just stepped into a new season. Whenever God gives you a fresh word, the Bible says, let there be light, and there was light. Whenever God gives you a fresh rema word, my friend, he has just ushered you into a new season. And like the scripture that we read says, it says, to everything there is a season. Every aspect of our lives is likened to a season. And there is a purpose for those seasons. So there's a reason for the season. There's a purpose for the process. There are seasons you didn't want to go through, my friend. But through those seasons, you learned some things. And you, could, and you wouldn't have learned them if you had not gone through them. And then there are also seasons you've, you've gone through, but you don't know why you went through them. You don't know why you went through them. And there's a reason for that season. And just because you are going through some stuff right now, 
I want to encourage you. Just because you are going through some stuff right now or you have gone through some rough patch or rough time, it doesn't mean that God is finished with you. My friend, today I want to encourage you. I want you to take heart. I want you to be strong. I want you to be immovable. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 1, it says, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you with all supplications for joy, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. God has started a good work in you, my friend. He will complete it. God started a good work with, with you in your life this year from January 2020. Listen, my friend, God will complete it. He will bring you into something new. He will conclude this year. This year will be a great year and you will end this year well in the mighty name of Jesus. And what God is doing with you in my friend is not just any old work, but a good work. God is doing a good work in your life. You have just stepped into a new season. You have just stepped into a new season. God is doing a good work. In fact, I take that back. God is doing a great work in your life. You may not feel so, my friend, but listen, trust me. I have been around for 54 years. God is doing something great in your life. And you will end this year with joy and laughter in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't give up on your faith. Don't give up on scriptures. Don't give up on hope. Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. I pray that God Almighty will strengthen you in the mighty name of Jesus. I know there's so, so many negative news all around, but keep your eyes. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on the word of God. Keep your eyes. You have believed the right thing. Jesus, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Praise the Lord. Now let's look at a man in the Bible who possessed a new season. Let's look at the life of Peter. When we look at the life of Peter. When we look at Peter's life, when God called him to follow him, we saw three things that happened in his life, and I just want to share that with you as I begin to, to round up. Now, listen, number one, stepping into a new season brings new changes. Stepping into a new season brings new changes. Changes, my friend, change, my friend, is inevitable. It's going to happen. We look outside today. What we see of our world today is not what we envisaged at the beginning of this year. Things have changed. In fact, if you look at yesterday, yesterday is different from today. Today will be different from tomorrow and on and on and on. The only thing constant in life, like they say, is change. Change is inevitable. It is going to happen. Praise the Lord. But remember, we serve a God of seasons. Change means seasons come, seasons go. Even in his creation, he created the season. And we find that each season is different from others. Winter is different from summer. Summer is different from autumn. Winning season is different from dry season. And so in some seasons, the days are longer. In some seasons, the night time is longer. And that also tells me about life. In, a, in some seasons, right, long seasons of joy and laughter. And then sometimes long season of challenges. In life, there will be changes. Sometimes it seems that your days, the days of happiness is, a, is a shorter than your nights of, of complaints. Now, let's look at Peter. 
The Bible says here, it says, And Jesus, walking by the sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. I mean, one day Peter was just an ordinary fisherman, ordinary guy, right? Just like you and I. And that word came. I said, until one day, <laughs> just, I just, Jesus came walking by. And that day, Peter's life changed. And that was it. It just changed. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you. Peter stepped into a new season just by one Rema word from God. He says, follow me. And Peter followed. And right there, Peter entered a new season. You have entered into your season. I pray for the realization of that in the mighty name of Jesus. And, and he was transformed. He was, he, was made, he was transformed into something new. He was transformed from a nobody to somebody. And if you look at the way, if you look at Peter's life at the end of his, of his life, Peter, I mean, he wrote first Peter, second Peter, a fisherman. Jesus changed, changed the trajectory of his life. And there was more than that. It wasn't just a change of vocation that occurred to Peter. No, it wasn't just a change of vocation. Something changed on his inside. And inward change took place. Peter had it in him, but Jesus brought it out. Peter had that season in him, but Jesus brought it out. I pray that my God will bring out of you that which is buried and locked down and bring you into your new season in the name of Jesus. And the seasons in your life are here to serve a purpose. It's to nurture that, nurture that which God has ordained for you before the foundation of the world. Number two, stepping into a new season brings new challenges. It does. There's no doubt, there's no doubt that when Peter was called to follow Jesus, that he faced not only, not, not only one, but quite a few changes in his life, but he also came, along with those changes, also came challenges. Number one, his faith was challenged. Peter's faith was challenged. Because he was, was stepping out of it. Remember, the Bible says, uh, 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 Jesus asked, Peter asked Jesus, if that master, if that's you, Bid me to come. And the Bible says that Jesus told Peter, come. And Peter started walking on water. And at some point, he started drowning. So as, throughout Peter's walk with Christ, his faith was challenged. He was challenged. At some point in his life as well, his belief in Christ was challenged. At some point in his life, he went from the follower of Christ to the one who followed from a distance. I don't know if that is you today, but I pray that I pray for the grace to pick up your courage and continue to follow the master in the mighty name of Jesus. A new season can bring a new challenge. And so you find that Peter's faith was challenged. Peter's feelings was also challenged. When one minute he was proclaiming Jesus Christ as a son, as a son of God, and the next minute Jesus is telling him, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> I mean, how do you move, how do you move from, from being acknowledged to being, uh, you know, told off in one breath. So his feelings was challenged. One moment, Peter, flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. Hey, I'm excited. Oh, praise God. And the next minute, get it behind me, Satan. So Peter's feelings were challenged. Peter's traditions and prejudices were challenged. 
when he went with Jesus to Samaria. You know, Jesus was moving in between, between the Jews and the Gentiles. And he had to go with Jesus to the Gentile area, knowing fully well what his tradition and his culture or his prejudices were. So Peter was challenged. He, his, his tradition was challenged. His prejudice was challenged as he follows, as he follows. So a new season can bring a new challenge. His humility was challenged. Peter's humility was challenged by Jesus. When Jesus said, Peter, you sit down and I'm going to wash your feet. And so a new season, my friend, can come with a new set of challenges. But there are challenges to spur you on. There are challenges to make you better. There are challenges to bring the best out of you. There are challenges to make you grow. There are challenges to make you a blessing. Today we remember Peter. We remember Peter. And somewhere, somewhere, someplace, someone will remember you too in the mighty name of Jesus. But in all these instances, Peter stepped up to the challenge. I pray for the grace to step up to the challenge of your time in the name of Jesus. I pray for the grace, the grace to step up to the challenge of the hour in your nation right now. May that grace rest upon you. From the current challenge happening all over the world, may you come out with a testimony, my friend. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Number three, step into a new season, births new champions. I'm telling you, God is about to make a champion out of you. David stepped into a new season when he offered to fight Goliath. And from that, he became a champion. It doesn't matter what you are going through right now, my friend. God is about to make you a champion. God is about to make a champion out of you through this season. And through everything you've gone through in the past, God is going to leverage them and make you a blessing to your world. Peter was transformed from a fisherman. He was transformed from a fisherman by the power of God. And God changed him. God didn't save anyone. God didn't save us to be a chump. No, he saved us to be champions. God has transformed us just like God's power transformed Peter from being a fisherman. He went through the change. He went through the, uh, the challenge and he became a champion. You too, my friend, as you embrace your new season, that may come with a, change, with a challenge to better you, you will, at the end of the day, it is to make a champion out of you. We are seeing you step into a great season this month in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for my friends today. Lord, I bless them, Father. I ask God that you bless them with all spiritual blessings in the name of Jesus. I ask, oh God, today that a shout of joy will not depart from their habitation. I ask, oh God, that you strengthen their faith in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you all the glory in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. You can find out more about us at www.gatewaychapel.org.uk Remember to subscribe so you'll never miss another message like this one. Be blessed.